0: This Side of Country with Trav, supporting new artists and celebrating the legends on 95.9 KRFF. We do our darn best to get the best guest co host in studio with us. And I tell you what, we've outdone ourselves today. She's the current Miss North Dakota Rodeo, and uh, Miss Rodeo North Dakota, excuse me. And we're happy to have her, Callie Anander. How are you?
1: I am fantastic. How are you?
0: Thank you so much for being in studio with us.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Wow, I can't imagine what a busy schedule you have with everything going on. I mean, you've got a full time job, you're Miss Rodeo. How do you balance everything?
1: A lot of time and um, organization, and organization is not my forte, So, but I'm learning and it's getting better.
0: I bet uh, organization, time management, all that preparation, all that sort of stuff just keeps you busy, huh?
1: It really does. Keeps me on my toes.
0: Oh, I'm looking forward to getting to know you today. There's a lot of great stuff I want to talk about. Of course, it's Good Friday. Happy Good Friday to you. Thank you. I know Easter is all about uh, the resurrection of Jesus, but uh, somewhere along history became about the Easter bunny and Easter egg hunts and and uh, and. And baskets. And did you grow up in a household where Easter baskets were hidden around the house and you had to go looking for them when you woke up, that type of thing?
1: Yeah. You know, I feel like it was sometimes hit and miss. I remember some mornings we'd wake up and they were like lined up on the kitchen <laughs> counter because I have um, right. four or five five siblings. Oh, wow. So, um, and then I remember sometimes where, yeah, we did have to go find them. So right. it was kind of like, uh, I kind of remember both sides of it.
0: What was your favorite thing to get in the Easter baskets? Do you remember? Mine was the Cadbury cream eggs. What was your favorite thing to get in you there?
1: You know, it was probably anything Reese's. Sure. Or... I I think I remember always having socks in there. and nobody, Socks? I think so. I think that was a thing. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah.
0: How about the Easter Bunny? Did you used to get your uh, picture with the Easter Bunny at the mall there?
1: I don't have any memories of doing that. No. I probably did. Yeah. In fact, my parents probably asked me to, and I probably just cried and said no when I was little. <laughs> so I don't have any pictures of me with right. the Easter Bunny now, but I mean, I can update it now. I'd just be older. <laughs>
0: right. I, you know, and I don't know if I should blame social media or I should blame those horror movies, but for somewhere along the way, the Easter Bunny became cute and cuddly too. Almost scary. It's terrifying. Yeah, now it's terrifying. So I don't know if that's still a thing or not. I got a little Easter trivia for you that I want to see how well you you do here. If you were to guess, what is the most popular, best-selling Easter candy?
1: Oh, that's a good question. Yeah. I would say it was those um, marshmallow eggs. You're right on. Yeah, the peeps. Well, yeah, peeps. Yeah, peeps. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: I always thought it was was going to be the jelly beans because if you think about what you always see in an Easter basket, it's the jelly beans. But peeps, peeps. they're actually. Mm-hmm. I can't believe those things are actually the best selling Easter candy. Yes, I
1: feel like people <laughs> either love them or they despise them. So yeah. I don't know if there's really like happy media for peeps. <laughs> you know, and it's so
0: funny because with Easter now, uh, I'm not a big uh, consumer of alcohol, but there are actually you know like vodkas who are are instilling some of that peep flavor into their vodka I'm like it's just sugar
1: right that's That's, all it is that's
0: literally all it is (laughs) it's like cotton candy (laughs) (laughs) another trivia question for you which holiday sells the most candy each year is it Easter or is it Halloween
1: wow yeah I never thought about that I would say Halloween
0: it's actually Easter yeah you know and it's so weird because if you think about it people spend money all month long leading up to Halloween so it kind of spreads out but literally Easter they see a, a big, giant boost in sales uh, the, the week of Easter. So Easter actually is edging out Halloween with uh, wow. the Easter or with the, the candy sales. I can't even believe that. I would have never thought that. <laughs> well, we got lots to talk about. I can't wait to get to know you. And uh, I understand you're kind of making some history here as Miss Rodeo North Dakota. I want to talk about that when we come back. So happy that you're here.
1: Awesome. Thank you. This side
0: of country. This side of country. I'm so happy you're here, but I understand that you're all making a little bit of history right now. What is that good news?
1: We are, yes, we are actually the first state title holders in history to have our title for two years in a row.
0: Oh, wow. Okay, so how did that end up happening for you?
1: Yes, well, since um, COVID last year, um, right. put a damper on a lot of our years, and especially Miss Radio America's year. Yeah. And she was doing a phenomenal job with social media and trying to stay active. Right. But they decided that she didn't get an opportunity to um, really get what she deserved out of her year. Ah. So they decided to keep her for one more right. year. And following that, all each state by state decided to keep her. Right. Their girl for a follow and, and
0: that makes sense because you all missed out on a lot of things last year because of the pandemic and the quarantine now obviously this year 's a little bit newer. it looks like we have a light at the end of the tunnel here a little bit we 're starting to see some positive things. There's a lot of young ladies who are being inspired by you right now, and they want to they want to be the next one coming up in age here. Uh, what are some of the exciting things that you get to do? Obviously, we know you get to be at the rodeos, but what other kind of fun events and projects do you get to be a part of?
1: Well, I get to be places like this and yeah. be on interviews and yeah. radio, and um, I've done some TV radios or interviews, and they've been so much fun. But we get to reach out to the younger generations a lot by doing yeah. school visits and um, really just reaching out to younger generations. Sure. Sure. And um, it's just incredible how many connections we can make.
0: Right. So let me ask you here, if you were to, to, to tell all the young girls coming up who want to be Miss Rodeo North Dakota, what would you say the role is? You know what I mean? Because we think about uh, just your, your, your typical pageants, Miss North Dakota, things like that. What would the, the role be of Miss Rodeo North Dakota?
1: Well, we serve as ambassadors for the professional sport of rodeo, okay. as well as representing, like I represent um, North Dakota as a state and yeah. professional rodeo. Oh, wow. And the Western lifestyle. Yeah. So um, we, we we represent a lot, um, but it's it's so much fun and I'm so grateful.
0: Yeah, well, you're doing a fantastic job. And, and like I said, we got a young lot of young ladies who can't wait to do what you're doing. What does it take to be Miss Rodeo North Dakota? Tell us about some of the things that they need to know.
1: Yes, it takes a lot of um, hard work and ter- determination yeah. and... W- definitely getting out of your comfort zone. There are a lot of small pageants that they can enter in. Okay. And actually coming up this year for the North Dakota, we have a North Dakota Princess um, Association kind of coming. And that's where um, young girls can just have a title and be able to be at the rodeos and um, kind of get their foot in the door. Right. Um, So they get to um, really just step out of their comfort zone and find a pageant that will suit them and their age. Sure. And then all it takes is trying and just trying it once and you'll be hooked.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It looks like so much fun. So how does this work? Is there like district competitions and then you represent that district going on to the statewide competition? Or is it that you you uh, you go through the review process and, and if you get through the different kind of processes of it that then they select you and now out of the, the girls that have been selected now you go through the actual pageant. How does the process work? The
1: process is um, so each some rodeos have... Um, Pageants, yeah, and like the North Dakota Winter Show, right. the Ashley Rodeo, okay. all sorts of Prairie Rose, yeah. Um, all it takes is putting an application in for the pageant and then competing in the pageant, okay. And the pageant is horsemanship, appearance, public speaking, right. um, interviews, sure, stuff like that, yeah. And then there will be three judges, okay. And then they will, the contestants will all get scored, yeah. And then they, that's when, that's how they choose the right. current, and then they will represent that rodeo right. and that association.
0: Now we know with uh other pageants that platforms are a big thing. Is that something that comes into play with Miss Rodeo or do you have a a nonprofit that's near and dear to your heart that you bring the attention to that once you get into that role? How does that that work?
1: Yes, well platforms are encouraged. Yeah. There are a ton of girls yeah. that do have platforms and it's a great way to reach out to the community and really um, connect In that way, right? I have been really leaning towards gratitude and hard work. Yes. Because that's the way I was raised.
0: Absolutely. Well, I want to get to know you. We're going to find out how rodeo became a part of your life. Did you grow up on a farm, a ranch? How did you go down this road? I I can't wait to get to know more of you. And uh, we're really excited to have you here. This side of country. This side of country. I want to get to know you some more. Obviously, we know that you're having one heck of a fun time being Miss Rodeo, North Dakota. But I want to talk about your upbringing. How, well, did you grow up on a farm? Did you grow up on a ranch? What led you down the path of of you know living this rodeo lifestyle? I want to know.
1: Yeah, so I did grow up in a rodeo family. On my dad's side, there's a ton of my cousins and aunts and uncles yeah. um, that have rodeoed. Um, and I was fortunate enough to grow up on horse ranches, and we did have some cattle, yeah. like I was growing up, but we don't anymore. Right. Um, but now we just have a horse ranch, and rodeos been in my life for as long as I can remember. Um, I remember going to rodeos when I was real little yeah. and then entering in rodeos when I started at nine years old.
0: Nine years old? Nine Do you remember old. what your first competition was?
1: Yes, it was at the North Dakota... Um, State Fair. Okay. And I, I was there for Achievement Days right. on this real big horse and I was real small. <laughs> but it was it was uh, traumatizing. Oh, I suppose. <laughs> but, to be
0: kind of in the spotlight there and, yeah. and have to compete. What was the, the actual uh, event that you were competing in? Barrel racing. Barrel racing. Yes. Oh, my gosh. And yeah. that's a whole time to say, how does one train for barrel racing? I'm like, how do you start and how do you get to the point of where you're now ready for competition?
1: Lots of time and practice, practice, practice. Right, um, practice makes perfect. Absolutely. And then always learning. I am a firm believer that you can never. You always have more to learn from everybody. So reach out to somebody that you look up to, and they yeah. are willing to help you.
0: Absolutely. Okay. So with with barrel racing here, do you did you do how did you do on your first competition? Do you remember?
1: You know, not very well because <laughs> I was scared of yeah. like loping my horse. Sure. So we were like just trotting along, like right. super slow. Right. But we were still there.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Did you ever end up winning some competitions in barrel racing as the years went on?
1: I did. Yes. yes. Yep. Recently, I've been barrel racing now from then until um, now, so... Um, there's been a lots of wins and lots of losses, but I'm grateful for both.
0: I love, I saw this on social media, I love your horse's name, Vegas. Vegas. One yes. of my favorite places to go and visit. Tell me the backstory on, on Vegas's name there.
1: Yes, Vegas Vegas is wonderful. She actually came with her name. Um, then I learned previously that her name was Twix, and oh. Twix is actually my favorite candy bar. All right. So like, it's kind of meant to be. Meant to be. Yes, but <laughs> Vegas came um, from somebody from Minnesota, okay. and actually I learned a backstory on her She was through the NDSU breeding program and cult starting program. Okay. And some girl named Callie bought her. Okay. And broke her out, ended up selling her. Okay. And that family, the daughter, her name was Callie. Right. And then Callie, that Callie, sold her to me. Yeah. So I'm the third Callie that's owned that horse. Oh, that is too funny. And the only one that's kept her.
0: What a story. (laughs) Wow, that's so fun. And I see that uh, it wasn't uh, Vegas, even though Vegas knows how to do this, but you recently just taught one of the horses in the training program, a really cool, uh, kind of a new trick. Tell us about that.
1: Yeah, so he's he's a big horse, yeah. and I am not tall at yeah. all. <laughs> um, and so I thought it'd be fun. I have him in training for a good friend of mine. Um, that when I asked him to, he would move his um, hind end towards me while I was standing on something, so right. I could easily get on. Yeah, like, I could easily just walk him up to it, and get on. But yep. what's the fun in that?
0: Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> so tell us now about you're a part of a training program, correct? You're working with a training program. Did I see that correctly?
1: Um, not really. Okay, um, I I do take outside horses for training every oh, once in a while. Okay. When time allows. Um, Right. But, yes.
0: I want to ask about rodeo season. Uh, Is there a particular time of the year that rodeo season is really kicked into gear? Or is this a year-round thing? When is that typically?
1: Yeah, it really starts to pick up in March and kind of ends in October during our circuit finals. There are some in the winter, but they're very um, kind of hit and miss yeah. and spread out in the wintertime.
0: You know, obviously we see a lot of outdoor rodeos. We see indoor rodeos. What's your personal preference?
1: My preference is definitely outdoor rodeos. Yeah. Um, they, I think they're just... Not more enjoyable. That's not a good word to say. But they're they're more. It's like a more natural feel. And when I think of rodeos, I think of being outside with the stock, and you can see everything. And like right. the weather has a big impact on um, the ground, and the ground has a big impact on how the contestants do. Right. So it's just real interesting to see how all the horses handle different atmospheres and different sure. grounds and different weather.
0: Let me let me ask you. I didn't uh, you bring this question up earlier, but I, I'm actually curious because I feel like we're in a time right now with life and society where people are very careful and delicate with how animals are treated. And I feel like there's a misconception with rodeos and what it takes to train a horse, to maybe even wrangling uh, the calf, to bull riding, things like that. I think a lot of people misunderstand that these animals are uh, abused and not treated correctly in these type of programs. So for those who haven't taken the time to research or learn more about this what would you say to the folks as far as how animals are treated in rodeos
1: yes i'm very glad this um, conversation came up there are actually over 70 rules in the professional rodeo right. um, that protect our animals yeah and these animals that we use for bucking and for roping and all these different events they are our pride and joy yeah and a lot of the, them are the cowboys and cowgirls way of life So these horses are fed and treated to the tip-top condition because if they're not in their tip-top condition, they're not making any money for their production. Ah. So they're very, very protected. There's lots of rules protecting our animals and they are 100% not mistreated.
0: Right. Besides that, what would you tell somebody who's never seen a rodeo, going to go see a rodeo for the very first time this year? And I highly suggest it, by the way, because it is so much fun. It's an environment. It's a a lifestyle. It is so wonderful to see what a family and a camaraderie there is uh, when you go to a rodeo like that. What would you tell somebody who's thinking about going to see a rodeo for the very first time in their life?
1: You know, I would say probably if it's outside, probably bring some sunscreen or (laughs) an umbrella. But just be ready to have some fun. Um, There are always clowns there and yeah. everybody just making the crowd laugh and really getting um, involved with the production.
0: Right. Yet you know, those, those clowns, I tell you what, they do not get enough credit. I've been watching rodeos on TV and they've really stepped up their game over the years. I remember back in the day where they used to run and go hide in barrels and not that that's not what they do, but they're almost <laughs> athletes okay. that if they got to leap over these things, they will. If they've got to yeah. tap them on the nose or redirect them or whatever, they're on top of that stuff. I mean, there is skill and having to be athletically uh, capable of making all those different physical adjustments to whatever the ball's going to do.
1: Yes, the clowns and bullfighters are very important to the wow. um, production. But yes, they, they definitely keep um, the cowboys safe, and right. the clown is very good at um, keeping the... Um, The outside world, the people that are watching, really involved with the
0: rodeo. Please forgive me. I'm learning all about rodeo through you today. So if I'm asking a question that just goes, oh, brother, this guy doesn't know anything. (laughs) I don't remember seeing female bull riders.
1: Are there such a thing? You know, there are some. They're very rare. Yeah. um, But I ran across a few. Yeah. It's incredible.
0: (laughs) I give them so much credit. You you know, (laughs) let me ask you this as well. and, And this is for anything. When it comes to ladies being in in a sport of any kind or just doing anything, do you feel that women have to work a little harder to get the recognition that they deserve compared to what a guy might get, Just even if it's just competing in a rodeo or anything like that? Do you feel like women still need to work a little bit harder to get that recognition or do you feel like it's a pretty even playing field?
1: You know, in the rodeo world, um, everybody's welcome and everybody's very welcoming. Awesome. So... I feel like there's not; they're very even. The women and and um, men in the rodeo are very even. Yeah. Is, and this year, we have um, the professional rodeo has included women's breakaway. Oh. Um, so that's finally another women's event in pro rodeo.
0: Okay. So much to talk about. You are a wealth of knowledge. I am so glad <laughs> you're here hanging out with us today. This side of country. I want to ask you some questions here. You've been doing some exciting stuff. And uh, I want to get into the uh, North Dakota Cowboy Hall of Fame. I've heard about it, but I don't know anything about it. So give me a little background.
1: Yes, the North Dakota Cowboy Hall of Fame is in Medora, North Dakota. The men and women there are completely, they are fabulous to work with. I have had the honor to work with them for the second year in a row now. Yeah. And they are just great, very welcoming. And um, in the I have been at the induction ceremony and their annual meetings. And um, to get into the Hall of Fame, it is an induction process. Yeah. Yeah, And then it, there's a, they, they really reach out to um, local ranchers and people that have really made a name from North Dakota in oh, okay. the rodeo world. Okay. Um, they're very good at recognizing everybody that really deserves it. Do we know
0: how long this whole Cowboy Hall of Fame has been around here in North Dakota?
1: You know, I really wish I knew the answer, but um, they picked a great location yeah. to have that right in the heart of Medora. It yeah. is just a perfect place. just it's, a cowboy town.
0: It sounds like it. And then you also got to be a part of the North Dakota Winter Show this year. And from what I understand... They They hadn't had a record turnout like this since the 80s. How exciting is that?
1: It was fantastic. It was so packed when we were there. There were people almost standing just in the stairs because there was no room in the bleachers anymore. It was truly a great turnout, and watching that happen was just so heartwarming from seeing um, how last year went.
0: What was one of your highlights from the winter show this year?
1: Oh, you know, I don't even know if I could pick one thing. (laughs) Like I've grown up going there, and every year it gets better and better, and the new manager is doing a phenomenal job getting more vendors and um, really getting it involved with the community more yeah. and um, including more like competitions Right, like this year or last year I mean she added a um, bid call contest Oh, and it's just a contest for auctioneers and I've oh, never heard of anything like that or seen anything like that <laughs> yeah. so when I was there last year it was I could listen to Auctioneers all day long. I just think it's phenomenal.
0: It's an art form. Yeah. So, for those of us who still haven't got our butt out of our seats and gone to the Winter Show, right away I'm thinking it's rodeo and music, but there's so much more to it. What is the North Dakota Winter Show?
1: It is a vendor show, it is a craft show. It is rodeos and um, petting zoos. Literally, there is something at the winter show for everybody. Yeah, uh, it's really truly a family event, and it's always they always have the best fair food, the best ice cream. I always say they have Ooh. the best soft serve there. Soul. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but there's truly there's something going on every day to keep everybody entertained and there's always something to do there and it's just phenomenal.
0: That's awesome. Let me ask you a little bit more about your role here as uh, Miss Rodeo North Dakota. What is the impression you want to leave? Because you get to to make history here, you get to do two consecutive terms essentially here. Uh, What is the impression you want to make and leave on people uh, once your role here is done? Everybody can look back and go, she did this or she was that. What would that impression be?
1: I really want it to um, be that I have remained grateful. Yeah. Um, because I grew up working hard for everything I have yeah. and um, there was there, I, I worked hard for anything that I wanted so if I wanted it I wasn't going to get it yeah. unless I worked real hard Right. Um, so I would want to leave the impression that she was truly grateful
0: absolutely if we can wake up each and every day with gratitude it makes the day that little uh, just a little bit more easier uh, I want to talk about uh, the role itself Miss Rodeo North Dakota for as long as you've been seeing it and keeping your eye on it where would you like to see it grow or how would you like to see this, this position or this role grow Grow as the years come on
1: yeah i would definitely like to see it um more involved with community and we are very involved with community but you can never get enough community attention right. so that'll be fantastic and i would love to see more girls like up and coming into the rodeo queen world yeah and then working their way up to miss rodeo North sure
0: being out there on the ranch and riding horses and getting into the rodeo lifestyle obviously i imagine country music had to be a big part of that who are some of the artists that you were listening to when you were growing up
1: um, I am a huge Craig Morgan fan sure and I don't know why it just it just happened like with like in the last probably three years yeah. I became completely obsessed right and like it's all I listen to all my friends kind of think it's ridiculous but <laughs> yeah he's I don't yeah. know he's just great
0: you know I love it this side of country this side where can we find you on social media and stay up to date you're always up to doing something out there where can we find you and support you
1: um, I am on Facebook and Instagram okay. and Facebook is Miss Rody North Dakota okay. or just add me on my personal page and I'll add you back
0: it is starting to get nicer out we're going to start seeing some events and some exciting things what's on your plate what's coming up
1: um coming up next weekend and the weekend following is Miss or Miss Rodeo. Um is Rodeo Minot, which okay. I am super excited for. This yeah. is the first time that they are doing it there. Woo. And the first weekend is an NDRA rodeo yeah. and the second weekend is Rough Rider. So this will be a great time.
0: Any word on something coming to Fargo soon? We we need a rodeo here. Any word on any of that?
1: No, not that I've heard. Um, They usually have the annual one at the Fargo Dome. Right. But that one was canceled again this year, unfortunately. Oh,
0: gosh. Well, hopefully next year. I mean, I know we got to be careful and whatnot. How about uh, Miss Rodeo North Dakota? I know that you guys could use the funds as well to to support what you guys are doing over there. How can uh, folks continue supporting Miss Rodeo North Dakota and where can we donate that type of thing?
1: Yes, just really just um, getting my name out there and the uh, Miss Rodeo North Dakota Association, just kind of like getting reaching that out to the community more. Um, But yes, we are a nonprofit, and so at the beginning of my previous year i held a fundraiser which um i took all my funds out of there for um traveling wardrobe and whatnot wow since there's a second year i'm hoping that there will be a second fundraiser coming up okay um but i am thankful for the sponsors that i have that um, helped me along the way as well
0: fantastic are there some of those that you want to give a shout out to real quick
1: yes um wilhelm chevrolet they are
0: is that jamestown It is. That's where I'm from. I know the good crew over there, Wilhelms, for Don Wilhelms very well.
1: Yes, they're fantastic, and um, the Black Frame Boutique has helped me along the way. Awesome.
0: We love seeing that there are some exciting things coming up for you, and it's going to be a busy year. Knock on wood. Everybody stays happy and healthy. Thank you for being in the studio with (laughs) us today. Thank you so much. This side of country. This side of country.